Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. Blackhead, move out of the way, will you? Why should I? Well, you're uh, too big to squeeze by, and I want in. What do you want in for? I want to see the boss. And I want to go to the White House and see the president. Who are you? Boston Blackie. Yeah? Yeah. Well, why didn't you say so? Come on. Well, my name's a magic word. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. This way. Okay. Yeah. Harry? Uh-huh. This guy here is Boston Blackie. He wants to see the boss. Open up. Sure thing. Harry will take you the rest of the way, Blackie. Thanks. Goodbye. Ah, you're certainly giving me a royal welcome, Harry. <coughs> sure thing. You follow me. I'll have to or I'll get lost in here. I didn't bring the compass. You may be as good as deed was to get out. <laughs> Talk tough like that on the outside, and you're the one that's going to get lost. Now, look. Yeah? Boston Blackie to see you, Mr. Buckley. <coughs> oh, that's fine. Come right in, Blackie. Boston's come right in. <coughs> I heard him. That'll be all, Harry. Go back to your post. <coughs> sure thing, Boston. Harry, you have a cold? Yeah, but I, I'm doing something about it. What, coughing? Oh. Well, Blackie, I'm glad to see you. I'm amazed to see you, Buckley. I mean amazed at the ease with which I got in. Country hospitality, Blackie. You forget this is my first venture in the role of a city flick. And it's your last, too, Buckley. I know the kind of jobs you pulled upstate. I know you've come here to the crack at bigger stuff. You're an awful sucker to have sent for me. Don't antagonize me, Black. I'm in much too good a mood for unpleasant. You're going to be in a mood for the morgue when I get through with you, Buckley. I've got a few... Ah, Blackie, no fists, no guns, no nasty talk. Don't you think it's strange that I sent for you? Don't you have a notion it's because I'm not afraid of you or anything you can do to me? This I gotta hear. All right. You see, I formed a protective agency, Blackie. Mm-hmm. And you're the president. But just interfere in my business. Or if you don't keep Faraday off my neck, your girlfriend, Mary Wesley, will go to jail for the murder of a man named Henry Dale. And now back to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend. To those who have no friends. Mary! Mary, where are you? Hi, Blackie. Sit down. Oh, thanks. Oh, 
still alive, or haven't you tried to see Mr. Buckley yet? I've seen him all right. But somebody else is dead, so he tells me. And he tells me you killed the guy. Blackie, you've been hit on the head again. I've been hit right between the eyes because, according to Buckley, you hit a man named Dale with your car ten days ago. Oh, no. Oh, yes. He says he and his men were following your car on a country road near Watertown. Following my car? But why? Mary, I know you were on vacation up there, but you accidentally picked the Buckley mob's hideout. And they thought you were up there sort of snooping around for me. Did you hit a man with your car? I know, Blackie. Not that I know. Wait a minute. Did Buckley say it was on a foggy night? Yes, a very foggy night. On the road by the river. Oh, Blackie, I did hit something. But I thought it was just another bump on the road. At what time? I don't know. I'd say it was around uh, 10.30. Uh-oh. It was just after 10.30 that Buckley and his boys found the man on the road. And yours was the only car ahead of them. The man wasn't dead yet, and he said he'd just been hit by a car. Where's your car now? Uh, in the garage. Oh, Blackie, I'm sick. There's a dent in one of the front fenders. I had no idea how it got there. Until now. <sighs> Things are getting pretty bad by the minute, aren't they? Yeah. And I think they're going to get even worse before they get better. <laughs> So you want me to tell you what made that dent in this fender, hey, Blackie? You guys in the Motor Vehicle Bureau can tell those things, can't you, Will? Usually. What do you think made it? Oh, I'm not the expert. You are. Ah? Uh, putting me to a test, then? Eh? Yeah. All right, let's have a look at it. Well, it's a flat dent. Looks more as if something rather heavy and flat pushed part of the fender in. Heavy and flat like what? Well, like a body or a sack of cement? I prefer to think it was a sack of cement. Well, I'll let you know. I'll have a look at it through this glass. It'd please me a lot if you didn't find anything. Mm. Blackie, whose car is this? It, um, it belongs to a friend of mine. Uh, find anything? Not on the fender. Well, let's have a look at the bumper here. It's Mary Wesley's car, isn't it? How'd you know? No, I just... just guessed. Sorry, Blackie, but I'm afraid Miss Wesley's in trouble. Uh-oh. What'd you find? Enough to prove without any question that this car hit someone. And I can tell by the look on your face that whoever hit is dead. That's right, Sergeant. Well, I'll have to hold this car and send a report to Faraday. It's... Uh, no, wait. What for? Uh, I'll drive it down to Faraday myself. And Wills. Yeah? It's the toughest trip I'm ever going to make. There's the old guy, Harry, ready and waiting. He's going to be willing to. <coughs> Will it depart with a hundred bucks a week? <laughs> yes, gentlemen, something I can do for you. Some shirts, maybe. We have a special sale on pipe. <coughs> Your name is Adams, right? Ah, uh, yes. Okay, now, it says here in the book that you're down for a hundred bucks a week. That's protection money. Protection money. I don't have to be protected to. Might be protected against. Guys like us. Well, I don't. One hundred bucks, Adams. Get it up. Get out of here. Now look, Adams. You know we got a pretty good organization. <coughs> Did you ever hear of Boston Blackie? Ah, uh, now yes, he's sir. president of our little company, and Blackie especially wanted you to join up. I don't care who wanted me to do anything. If you two don't leave at once, I'll call the police. Get out or I'll call. Learn him not to make telephone calls when he's Operator. got company. Huh? Operator. Yeah, it ain't Operator. Right. Oh. Yeah. 
Nice sock, huh? Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> well, we better work on this guy a little bit while he's out, Chuck. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. Just so he knows that we mean business when we call back here tomorrow. <laughs> What is it, Blackie? Just because you have nothing to do doesn't mean you have to do it in my office. I've got to talk to you, Faraday, uh, my friend. Well, I don't like the way you said that, my friend. Blackie, you want something. Yes, I want your ear for a minute. It's attached to my head. And if there was anything in my head, I'd toss you out of here now. Inspector, you know you like me. Now, that's news to me. When did I start? The very first minute you saw me and watched me solve your first case for you. Now, look, Faraday, you've got to do me a favor. Oh, I do, huh? Yes, you do, huh? You're going to get a report from the Motor Vehicle Bureau involving Mary's car. I don't want you to do anything about it for 24 hours. Now, what about your girlfriend's car? Never mind about that. Just treat the report the way you do everything else when I'm not around to help you. Don't do anything about it. Blackie, are you out of your mind as usual? No, I'm trying to get something off your mind before it gets into it. Listen, I need 24 hours to explain that car. Well, that's sure a long explanation. Do I get it? Well, I don't know what it is, but if you ask for 24... I'll give you 12. I would have settled for eight. Yeah? Well. Homicide, Faraday. Inspector, this is Brown with 23rd Precinct. You told us to let you know when the Buckley gang started to operate in this town. Yeah? They've started. They beat up a storekeeper named Adams a little while ago. Yeah? Tried to hold him up for a hundred a week protection money. Oh, uh, they did, did they? Yes, sir. I'll take care of Buckley. Well, there's only one thing more, Inspector. Yeah? The two thugs that beat up Adams told him Boston Blackie was president of their organization. Blackie, huh? Yes, sir. Okay, thanks. Blackie, what's going on? Where did that guy go? Oh, come on, Mary. Answer in a hurry, will you? Thank you. Hello? Uh, Mary, this is Blackie. Listen fast. Yeah, okay. You were right about thinking your car hit a man while you were on vacation. Oh, Blackie, no. Oh, Mary, yes. And it doesn't mean necessarily that you were driving at the time, though. Where did you have your car parked while you were away? I, um, I kept it in the town garage when I wasn't using it. Why? Because that's going to make it tougher to prove somebody else drove it if somebody else did. We've got to get up to that town you were at right away. Okay, well, um, I can leave right now. I was on my way to take some dresses to the cleaners. Are you free? Uh Uh-huh. I just left Faraday's office. He'll be surprised to learn. Huh? Mary, this is a beautiful frame-up somebody's pulling. Oh, Blackie, I don't understand any of it. I don't know. Well, you're lucky that you don't. You're going to the cleaners, huh? Well, that sounds like a good idea. I want to go, too. There's a spot on the sleeve of my coat. Well, uh, we'll go there together, then. Two of my dresses have spots, and they have to be cleaned. Okay. Meet you at the cleaners. Okay. It'll be relatively simple to take the spots off your dresses. What I want to do is to take you off the spot. The sheriff said the man your car hit lived in a house down this road. You see a house, Mary? Well, not yet, Blackie. Let's go a little farther. We've got to find out something. We have to find the man's family first, Mary. Yeah, I know. I'm upset because the more I think about it, the more I think maybe that... Well, that bump I hit was a man. If it was, you're in real trouble. So am I. Was the road as foggy as it is tonight? Foggier? I couldn't see a thing. Yeah, that's interesting. It is? Why? Oh, here's a house. Huh? Yeah. Maybe this is the one we want. Okay, I hope so. I have an idea. It is, Mary. Apparently there's a link between the dead man and Buckley's mob. He might have been one of them. 
One they wanted to get rid of. Yeah, and at the same time get rid of you through me. That's right. Oh, Blackie, they wouldn't kill one of their own men just to frame someone for murder, would they? They wanted to get rid of him anyhow. Come on, let's go up the house. Okay. I'll get out to your side. Yeah, well, careful. The ground's a little muddy. We're up to our necks in something worse than mud, Mary. Yeah, say that again. Whew. It's long enough to find this place. It's after 10 o'clock. Well, let's get out of this mud and into the house. Keep your fingers crossed, Mary. This may still be the wrong house. Yeah, I know. Yeah? Good evening. Are you Martha Dale? Yeah, that's me. Did you have a brother named Henry Dale? Yeah, I did have. Oh, Blackie, we're in luck. Had a brother, I said. You won't find him here no more. He's up in the cemetery. Yes, we know, and we're very sorry. He was killed by an automobile about ten days ago, wasn't he? Yep, he sure was. Always thought he would be someday, too. Never looked where he was going. What you asking for? We're investigating the accident. We don't think it was an accident. We think your brother was in bad company. And Henry? Prosper- in bad company? That's right. Not Henry. He only wandered off the farm to go fishing down by the river. Except to go to work in the garage. He didn't mix with no company at all. Bad or good. Worked in a garage, you say? Which one? Well, there's only one here in town. Alan's. Yeah, that's where I kept my car, Blackie. Anything more you want from me? Uh, no, no, thank you. Okay, then. Guess I'll go back to bed, then. Night. Uh, night. Night. So the man who was killed worked in the garage where you kept your car. Ah. That's something, Mary. Yeah, but but what? I'm not sure, but it could mean that they had to kill somebody to frame you and picked on Dale so that he couldn't tell anyone that they used your car for the job. Well, what about the bump I hit, Blackie? Oh, the road we came over was full of bumps. Yeah, that's true. This is a frame-up, all right, Mary, and a very beautiful one for a very big reason. What's that? There isn't any way to prove that somebody else was driving your car the night it hit and killed the garage man. And now, back to Boston Blackie. When Boston Blackie's friend, Mary Wesley, was on vacation, her car hit what she thought was a bump going down a dark and fog-shrouded country road. Later, it is proved that Mary's car hit and killed a man. Witness to the killing is a gangster named Buckley. Or at least, that's Buckley's story. Blackie is sure that Mary's been framed, but has no way of proving it. Buckley's gang, free because Blackie is trying to clear Mary, and thinking that Blackie has influenced Faraday to leave them alone, starts a shakedown racket using Boston Blackie's name. As we return to our story, Blackie is in Inspector Faraday's office. Blackie, I don't care what your reason is for trying to hold me back. I'm not going to stall any longer. Your time's up. So's your number if you interfere now, Faraday. I'll handle myself. But regardless of that car, I was supposed to uh, get a report on and didn't. What about you being with the Buckley mob and and trying... Oh, Faraday, you know better than that. Correction, please. You don't know anything at all. Yeah, well, I know the Buckley mob is trying to shake down every merchant in this town. If I don't stop him soon, somebody's going to get killed. You won't promise to be that somebody, will you, for me? I promise to have the Buckley mob behind bars inside of 24 hours. That's what I promise, and I mean it. Hmm. Well, in that case, I'll help him. Uh, No, thanks. All right, then I won't help you. Do you know where the Buckley mob hides out? No. Well, I do. It's a long Faraday. If you live long enough, maybe you'll find him. Wait a minute. You know where Buckley is? Buckley and all his boys. Do I go with you or don't I? 
Okay, you can go with me. Okay, then we'll go together. Just the two of us. Why just the two of us? Buckley's smart, Inspector. If you send a lot of men after him, he'll be gone before your men even get out of their cars. You'd like to send Buckley up the river, wouldn't you? You know I would. Well, let's buckle down to the job of sending Buckley up. <laughs> We've really shown this town how to operate, haven't we, Harry? Oh, sure thing, Mr. Buckley. Blackie's out of the way. He won't let the cops touch us until he gets his girlfriend out of a little, uh, difficulty. <coughs> He'll never be able to do that. Yes, we can shake down anybody in town. <coughs> Say, that cold of yours is bad. Is that medicine helping you cough? Well, yeah, a little, but I, I gotta run out and uh, get a new bottle. I'll see you in about an hour, huh? This is a special card, Mr. Buckley. Takes a while to make up, you know. Well, don't hurry. We've got all the time in the world to do anything we like in this town. <coughs> Why shouldn't we have? Boston Blackie is making sure the police don't bother us. Blackie, if you had such a good reason for keeping me away from Buckley, why are you bringing me here now? Never mind my reason, Faraday. I can't let a mob go to work on a few thousand people just to protect one. Protect one? What are you talking about? Never mind. Let's have a look around for Buckley. Blackie, there's been nobody in this house for ten years. Nobody but the Buckley mob, Faraday. They're out now, but maybe they'll be back and we'll be waiting for them. Uh, right here in the middle of the room, I suppose, so they can get good shots of us. No, this looks like a good place to hide right here. Uh, how do you know? I was here before, remember? No. Yeah. Yeah, this is all right. Yeah? I thought so. Okay, I'm duck in here now. Not telling how soon they'll show up. Can we cover the whole room from in, from in there? I don't know. Go on in and turn around and have a look. Okay, now let's see. Now, if I stood about here, you stood over here, we could... Just... <laughs> hey, Percy, what's down here? The idea is to get rid of you, Faraday, and it looks as if I have. Buckley, let me out of here. You can't handle a whole Buckley all alone. The Buckleys don't live here anymore, Faraday. In fact, they never did. This is just an old empty house I looked at for a friend of mine the other day. Oh, you devil crossing Let me out of here, Percy. I'll let you out of there, Faraday, in a few hours. Talk to yourself in the meantime. You'll get an idea of how boring only you can be. Oh, yes, Blackie. Any luck? A little. I got rid of Faraday for the time being. The time being? Yes, the time being. Just long enough to get you out of this jam, if a hunch of mine is right. Oh, I do. Mary, I'm convinced someone else was driving your car when it killed the garage man. Oh, I hope I wasn't driving it, but... Well, you said we couldn't prove Listen, it. Listen, Mary, I have a hunch. Yeah? In fact, I'm full of hunches. You said there were spots on a couple of your dresses. What kind of spots were they? Oh, I don't know, but they were on the left sleeve. Well, uh, where'd they come from? Well, I'm, I'm not sure, Blackie. I am. I was driving your car. I got a spot on my sleeve, too. There was something on the side of the driver's seat. That's how your dresses and my coat got spots on them. Mary, I want to look at those dresses. Oh, but they're at the cleaners, Blackie, and I told them to rush them through. They may be cleaned already. Well, let's get out of your cleaners in a hurry, Mary, because if I can find the spots on your dress, I know the address of the man who drove your car the night Dale was killed. <laughs> No 
Miss Wesley. The addresses are still here. The truck from the central plant hasn't shown up yet. Well, uh, let's see them, will you please? Uh, better yeah, still, sure. just show me one of them, the green one. Yeah, sure, Blackie. Just a minute. I have it right here. Blackie, what will this prove? Let's say, what do I hope it will prove? Uh, here's that dress, Miss Wesley. You want to look at the green one, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Uh, let's see that spot. Here it is, Blackie. In the back of the left sleeve, I think. It's going to be hard to take that out, Miss Wesley. Well, Blackie? I'm not sure. But if what I think is right, this spot is going to get Faraday out of a closet and you out of a jam. Here, blocking doorways. Oh, hiya, Blackie. What's the matter? Got a cold? Want in to see the boss again, huh? Yes. Uh, take me to Harry, like a nice boy? Sure. Come in. <laughs> I gotta hold the door open for the president of our company. <coughs> Thanks. Follow me. Oh, I think I know my way, all right. You better stay out here and guard the front door, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> <coughs> Hello. Hey, Blackie. <coughs> you want to see Mr. Buckley, huh? Eh? Uh, yes, I do. <coughs> okay, you follow me. To... <coughs> hey, you got an awful bad cough there, Blackie. You got a cold? Uh, yes. Yes, you know how I feel, though, don't you? Oh, yeah, I sure do. <coughs> you know, but I just about got mine licked. Here, I, I, I got something that kills colds pretty quick. You try some. <coughs> Thanks. I think I will. I'll take the bottle. I like to smell the stuff. Hey, Blackie, you, you, you swallow it, not inhale it. I'll tell him when he comes in. Hey, wait a minute. You're up to something, Blackie, and I don't like it. Well, let's see how you like this. <laughs> Harry, that cough medicine is going to be bad medicine for you. Harry. Smith. Tommy, where is everybody? Harry, Joe, somebody. What's going on here? Where are you guys? What's the matter here? Harry, Joe, somebody, what's the... Hello, Buckley. Huh? Oh, Blackie, hello. Where's everybody? Don't you know? You're the boss here. Yes, but... Say, didn't you see anyone when you came in? Yes, I saw them all. Faraday and I saw all the boys, Buckley. One at a time. Well, where are they? Sleeping, some of them. The ones who wouldn't go quietly. And all of them are in the police wagon outside and waiting patiently for you. You're lying. Go outside and climb into the police wagon yourself and see. You want your friend, Miss Wesley, to go to prison? I told you if you interfered in my affairs and didn't keep Faraday away, I'd send her to jail. Yes, I know you told me that. Now, just to make things even, maybe I ought to tell you that Mary wasn't driving a car when it killed Henry Dale. If she wasn't, I don't know who was. Oh, yes, you do. You were riding with him at the time. Harry just told me. Harry told you? He wouldn't tell you anything like that. I'll admit he didn't want to at first, but I persuaded him. And what's more, I have proof that Harry was driving Mary's car. Some of his special cough medicine spilled on the side of the driver's seat. That Wait a minute, Buckley. Stupid. Wait a minute. You're not going anywhere. Not until I give you an escort. Oh, yes, I well, am. In place of an escort, maybe you'd like this. <laughs> Come on in, Faraday. The slaughter's fine. 
Oh, we have to pick him up and carry him out, too, huh? Sure. If you're weak after staying in a closet for so long, I'll carry him out myself. Uh, don't remind me about that closet, Blackie. If you hadn't let me out three hours ago, I'd have suffocated. Oh, I'm sorry, Faraday. But it was because I locked you in that uh, you can lock these guys up. I see by the papers, Blackie, where Mr. Buckley confessed that he and Harry used my car to kill that man and frame me. Oh, we had him cold, Mary. The police laboratory test showed that it was Harry's medicine that made the stain on your car upholstery. Probably some of it spilled out of his pocket when he was driving your car to kill the garage fellow. Mm-hmm. Feel important, Mary? Well, uh, it isn't often I get my name in the paper. But I'm, I'm sorry I caused you all that trouble. It was Buckley who caused me what trouble I had, Mary. If he hadn't spotted you up in the country and thought you were spying for me, he wouldn't have tried to frame him. No, there's one thing I don't understand, Blackie. Hmm? Um, why Inspector Faraday didn't put me under arrest if you took my car to him? Well, it was the strangest thing, Mary. I, I parked your car on a side street on my way to Faraday's and just couldn't remember which street it was until a while ago. <laughs> my, aren't you clever? <laughs> Oh, Mary, the real reason Faraday didn't know about you is that Sergeant Wells, who inspected your car, is a nice guy. Yes? He gave me time to clear you before reporting to Faraday. That let me find out about Harry's cough medicine. You know something, Mary? Mm, I know a lot of things. What do you have in mind? I only got hot on this case when I found Harry had a cold. (laughs) 